You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 152. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. The other day, I had to do something that just about killed me. I mean, it really brought me some pain, but I knew I just had to do it. I deleted the 4,000 plus Facebook members from my 30-day pop-up group, and then I totally deleted the group. This is the pop-up group that I recently had for my B-School promotion. I know, it's a big deal, right? Deleting 4,000 people from a highly engaged Facebook group. Let's just all take a moment of silence. (laughs) The thing is, I really enjoyed having that group. And based on the feedback, a lot of the members loved it just as much as I did. I took tons of snapshots before I closed the group of people saying how valuable the group was and how helpful everybody in the community was, and also how much they enjoyed my mini trainings and Q&A sessions. Now, to back up for those of you who are not familiar at all with what the heck I'm talking about, I did a 30-day pop-up group at the beginning of February, and I created the group around the B-School bonus promotion. I called the group B-School Breakthroughs, and the purpose of the group was to have an open and detailed discussion about B-School before Marie Forleo opened up her program for enrollment. So the crazy thing is, is that the group was also a selling strategy for those who felt that they were a good fit for the program. But because I attracted the right people to the group and because I gave value more than I promoted B-School, People loved the engagement. They loved the community. And that's big, knowing that it was actually created as part of a promotion, but people felt taken care of. I think that proves that when you give more than you take, especially when we're talking about marketing, your campaigns never feel slimy or overly salesy. You got to love that. So that's why it killed me to close down the group. And the thing is, I really want a Facebook group to create a community around my business. I was thinking I could have a permanent group for my podcast. Every week I would jump into the group and I could talk about this week's episode, maybe add in some mini trainings, and of course do a bunch of Facebook lives to connect. I'm talking about the type of group that Jill talked about last week in episode number 151. I want a group like that really bad. And I thought, okay, I could actually take this group of 4,000 plus people and transition them into an online marketing made easy Facebook group community. And those who want to stay can stay. And those who aren't interested in continuing the conversation could jump out of the group. No biggie. I thought this was a brilliant plan. So I started meeting with my team, chatting them up on my vision for this transition of the Facebook group, getting really excited. And then as I heard myself talking to my team about this topic, I stopped mid-sentence because I realized then and there, tackling this new project, and that's what it is. We got to be honest. It would be a new project is not a strategic move for my business 
right now. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Those are the keywords, the last two words right now. And if I slowed my jets just for a second, I would realize this is not something that I should be focusing on right now. This is not something my team should be focusing on right now. I had a big gut check that I had to say no and turn down this opportunity. Here's what went through my head. Number one, I went over my business drivers, which are my goals in my business. They're driving my business forward. And I looked at them because I have new business drivers every single year. And I realized that this new project didn't quite fit in terms of the other projects we're working on. It would totally derail what we are working toward right now. Number two, I didn't have the time or resources for this right now. I couldn't take it on and then really be true to supporting all the other projects and the other team members and my students that I'm supporting right now. So I asked myself, how could the team actually fit this in and how could I make this work? And in reality, what it meant is other things would have to come off the docket. And that's not what I want to do when I've set goals for myself and my team. And number three, I didn't have a process or a system for it. And this is a big one. I would totally be flying by the seat of my pants if I transitioned the 30-day pop-up group into an online marketing made easy Facebook group. I wouldn't have a plan for it. I wouldn't know when I'd have time to jump in and do Facebook lives and mini trainings. I wouldn't really have a process as to who could manage it and how often I would be there and what kind of topics would we talk about and when would we talk about them. Those are things you want to decide before you ever start a Facebook community. Jill from episode number 151 will tell you, get clear on your expectations. Know how you want to manage this group and know how you want to grow this group. And speaking of growing the group, I had no plan in terms of how I would market it, how I would fill it up. And even thinking about it now makes my heart race because I know I do not have the bandwidth right now, no matter how bad I wanted to keep this group. So I pushed the delete button. And let me tell you, like I said, it just about killed me to do so. So today I want to ask you, What are you saying yes to that you should be turning down in your business right now? Okay, as I mentioned, I want you to ask yourself, what are you saying yes to that you should be turning down in your business right now? 
And why is this so important to ask yourself? Well, number one, part of the reason I think I make myself so stressed is, can you relate? So stressed is that I fear I'm going to miss out on something. So I need to pile it all on and keep saying yes and make myself more and more stressed because I don't want to miss out. Even after I've been in business for a long time and I know the importance of white space and I know how to get on the no train, I still find myself saying yes to things that look so enticing. So I'm pretty good at saying no to interviews and no to speaking on stage and no to this or that, things that aren't going to support me in the moment, but I'm terrible at letting go of projects that could be really substantial in my business. And this Facebook group could really move some things forward. So that's why it was so tough for me. Also, as your business grows, you need to be selective about which opportunities are right for your stage of growth. Remember, I keep saying right now, this is not right for me right now. I think I'm going to do it down the road. I really can't wait to build a Facebook community around the topics we talk about on the show. However, I'm looking at my business and this year in 2017, it's all about automating my three online courses and we are going full force with automation. My plan is to not do any live launches for my own courses this year. That's a pretty big goal considering I made millions last year live launching. So we got to get this automation locked in and it's taking a lot of focus, a lot of time, a lot of rework on the launches that we've created. And so I'm creating a lot of new content and working with my team on all of this. So that's why I'm saying a new project like this will totally derail me And I might as well just throw those automation goals out the door because they're going to get pushed and pushed and pushed until they go into the next year. And these are the kind of honest conversations that we have to have as entrepreneurs. So it's not like I'm just saying no to something, but instead I'm saying no to it right now because it doesn't fit into the stage of growth that we're in. And that's what I wanted to share with you because I think that's an aha moment for many of us. So after I realized that I was still saying yes to opportunities because I had FOMO and also I realized that I needed to say no because of the stage of growth I'm in right now, it kind of hit me that I can't have FOMO, fear of missing out, in my business. That just cannot be a factor. And that's really what this episode is all about. So I came up with a process of vetting new opportunities in my business, and this is really new to me and very timely, but I thought it would be really helpful to you as well. Now, I want to stop here and emphasize that this podcast isn't actually about saying no. This is about knowing how to judge the opportunities in the moment that come into your business and knowing how to intelligently evaluate them. That's what this episode is all about. Because trust me, if I had listened to this podcast five, six years ago, I might have made a few different choices for sure. I wasn't evaluating things very well in those first few years. Okay, so I'm going to be embarrassed to tell you this one, but a few years into my business, I actually paid somebody $20,000 for them to create a suite of surveys to my current students in some of the programs that I had built. Now, that was one of my biggest business mistakes. I think we all can choose one or two really big business mistakes, and this was one of them because, quite honestly, 
I think a half of a survey got created and the whole thing just did not work out. And the person I was working with, that didn't work out. So I lost $20,000 in this stupid decision I made. But here's the thing. I didn't necessarily make the decision to pay this person to create these surveys out of fear of missing out, but more so fear that I wasn't doing big enough things in my business. And I wanted to create more funnels. And this is really early on. So I thought, well, if I hire someone to create these elaborate, really detailed surveys, and then they could put them into funnels and then everything would be bigger and better. So I was fearful that I was missing out on kind of playing big. And so all these kind of emotions came into play and I made a really bad decision. So if I knew how to evaluate these opportunities that were coming my way, I would have never, ever made a $20,000 big mistake. Or how about the time when I overbooked myself on stage just a few years back because I did not want to miss out on big speaking gigs. I think my ego got in the way of this one. And so by the fifth time I was boarding a plane in just one month, I was completely resentful of the people that I was going to meet and speak for. Like I hated them and I didn't even know them because in reality, I was just really frustrated that I wasn't working on the projects that I really wanted to work inside of my business, my business drivers. I was so distracted with all these speaking gigs that I wasn't working on the stuff that really mattered to move my business forward. At that point, my business partner, Devin said, stop speaking, Amy. You don't even enjoy speaking on stage that much. And you're going to things that are not going to move the needle. These are not your audiences. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. And he was right. So these days I don't do tons of speaking, but when I say yes, I got to make sure I am all in. And one more example, I just want you to know (laughs) what things look like on my end when I make bad decisions. So I'm going to really hit this one home. One final example that comes to mind is the year I said yes to doing a mastermind with a group of my peers. And I knew in my gut from day one that it wasn't a good fit. This was many, many, many years ago, but I didn't want to miss out just in case this mastermind would have been really big for me. Like the the answer to my prayers, whatever they were at the time. So I was so scared to say yes, but my gut was saying, Amy, you know what? This isn't the right group of people. And I did it anyway. And I was miserable for almost a whole year. And so luckily I later kind of made up for that and found a mastermind that was a perfect fit for me. And that's how I I became partners with Devin Duncan, my, my business partner. So it all kind of rolled out to be a good thing. But when I was in this other mastermind, it just was not a good fit. And I knew it, but I had FOMO. I didn't want to miss out on any opportunities that came my way. So as a result of my own FOMO issues, today I ask myself three questions each time something new or unexpected comes my way. And I wanted to share these three questions with you as well, because you're going to get big opportunities that come your way, unexpected opportunities, things that you really, really want to do and you know would be great for your business, but you're not exactly sure if the timing is right or if you have a strategy to implement it or if it's really a good fit or you're just thinking it might be a good fit. You need some criteria so that you can evaluate. And that's what I'm going to give you right now. So let's go ahead and jump in to the three questions I want you to ask yourself every single time a new opportunity comes your way. Let's do it. 
The freebie for this episode is really, really good. I know I say that about all of them, but we put some really good thought into these freebies. So today's freebie is called the One Page Evaluator. And I'm going to list in that one pager the three questions I'm going to review with you right now. But I've also added some extra checks and balances because I want you to use this one pager every single time a good opportunity comes your way. And I've added some extra checks and balances because I don't just want the one page evaluator to help you decide if this decision is a good one or a bad one. Should you do it or should you not do it? But I also want you to identify if yes, it's a good one, but you shouldn't do it now. So I've added some extra checks and balances to really help you discover what the right answer is. So make sure you grab the one page evaluator. All you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 152 download, amyporterfield.com forward slash 152 download, or you can text the phrase 152 download to the number 33444. Grab it, save it on your computer, and I promise you, you're going to thank me when that big opportunity comes your way and you're not sure if you should say yes or no. All right, let's get into the three questions that you want to ask yourself when that next big opportunity comes knocking on your door. Number one, how does this opportunity fit into the overall goals for my business? I touched on this a little bit in the intro, but this is an important one. How does this opportunity fit into the overall goals for my business? I've got an example for you. A few episodes back, I talked about my friend Jane. That's an alias name because I wanted to give her her privacy. And I talked about Jane creating a program and then promoting it with webinars, but she didn't really nurture her email list for a long time. And so when she launched, she launched to crickets. Do you remember that episode? It was episode number 149, where I gave you a 90 day pre-launch blueprint. Well, anyway, I have another example from Jane. I had mentioned before that Jane has Tons of media opportunities coming her way all the time. In the past, I think she might have been flattered and agreed to most, if not all of them. But today, she has a new focus for what she wants for her business. She wants to do high-end consulting packages and coaching. So now she has to ask herself how these opportunities fit into her overall business plan. Does it make sense for where she's going? Now, here's a little secret here. Jane just uncovered that she can do these high-end consulting packages and make a huge impact and a lot of money. She's already landed her first high-end consulting package, and she was over the moon excited about it. She really couldn't wait to dive in with her new client. And that passion, that excitement fuels her enough to know, okay, when something comes my way, I'm so excited about what I'm working on right now that I don't want to say yes to just anything because I don't want it to derail me. So that's why she knows, wait a second, I got to ask, where does this fit into the overall goals? So if you are so quick to say yes to everything, you might want to ask yourself, am I excited about the projects I'm working on now? Why is it so easy for me to push something aside and gravitate toward the next big thing? So for me, I'm working on automation and I am really passionate about it. I really want to make it work because I can't wait to share the learnings and discoveries with all of you. So when an opportunity comes my way, I'm really quick to say, whoa, 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 is this going to get in the way of what I'm really excited about working on right now? So if you don't have that excitement, you tend to say yes to everything 
because you're just kind of floundering around. So a bigger question for you might be, do I need to look at what I'm working on right now and evaluate why I'm not excited enough to get so focused and passionate about it that nothing can penetrate it? Might be a question worth exploring. So again, how does this opportunity fit into the overall goals for my business? For you, it might be that small consulting potential jobs keep coming your way and you need the money, right? So you keep saying yes. But the truth is you don't really want to be a marketing copywriter your entire life and you really want to build your courses and you want to do webinars. So I understand you need to pay the bills, but what if you could start to really consider if all these smaller jobs really make sense for your business and if they're actually just derailing you? That's just one more example I want you to kind of try on for size because this question can uncover a lot. Question number two. How am I going to handle this with my time and my resources? Another way to look at this is, do you have the bandwidth right now to tackle it in a way that would make you really excited and proud of what you've accomplished? So here's an example. When I decided to start this podcast, it was a big freaking deal because I knew it would be a huge investment of my time and my resources. Not to mention, I would need to staff up if I really wanted to go big. And so when I took on this podcast, I knew that some other things would need to actually be put on the back burner, or I'd need to stop doing some projects to give this podcast the focus it deserved. Now, this podcast has been incredibly successful and really valuable for my business. It's a huge list builder. And Not a day goes by if I'm like out and about at a live networking event or marketing event that someone doesn't reference one of my podcasts. Now, I don't mean like at the grocery store that happens. I mean like when I'm around people that know my world, they're always talking about Tiger Time or my new pre-launch blueprint or different things that I talk about in my podcast. And so I absolutely love that. And I know it's worth the time, resources, focus, that whole investment. So for you, you've got to ask yourself if you have the time to make it work and if you need resources to get it done. So as this new opportunity comes your way, right away say, okay, do I have the bandwidth and do I have the resources to get it done? And if you do need extra resources, whether that might mean time or money or people you need to staff up as well, do you have the ability to get those resources? You got to be honest with yourself. And maybe the answer is no, Amy, I need extra money to do this, or I need to hire someone and I can't afford it. Then that means either you put this on the back burner and you come back to it when you can really do it right. Or if you really want to do it and it does fit into your business, you got to kind of tweak how you're going to do it and change your expectations. I'm all about baby steps and starting small. So maybe this opportunity is right for you. It is a good time to do it but you need to tweak it to kind of take it down a notch and kind of grow into making it bigger. Just a suggestion. So that's question number two. How am I going to handle this with my time and resources? I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. 
Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. And question number three, this one is so good and so important. What would be my system for doing this? Ugh. I'm such a systems girl, so I absolutely love this third question. What would be my system for doing this? Okay, so I've got a quick story for you. I have been reworking, rebranding my website for a long, long time. I'm actually embarrassed to admit that we started these discussions back in August of 2016, and it is March of 2017. Now, I pride myself on systems, and I've got some great project management skills, and I have a lot of support inside of my business. However, what happened was when we started to talk about rebranding my website, I was working on a bunch of different things, and my team was working on these different things with me as well. So the website never got my full attention. And so I asked somebody on my team to work on it and she was amazing and she supported it, but she never got my full attention to review things and talk to her about strategy. And then I made this huge mistake of not getting Devin, my business partner into the mix early enough. So when he actually saw a semi finished layout, he had tons of changes and they were good changes, but we were far down the pipeline. I just managed it terribly. I didn't put it in Asana. And really in my business, if it's not in Asana, I've made the decision that it's not a real project. And we didn't put it in Asana. So it was poorly managed in that way. 
And we made people wait for information and I made people wait. I'm the leader of this team. So I take full responsibility. I just didn't manage it well. So now we're in March and we're going to be launching it. I'm serious at this time. It's coming out within weeks, if not days. However, what I will say is that I learned a huge lesson. And that is that if I take on any new project, I need a system for it on day one. And that system includes physically putting it into a project management tool, but also assigning different people to the project. Who's going to work on what and when are the deadlines? And more importantly, when I have a project going on, I have to meet with my team once a week. I just have to do regular check-ins. And I didn't do that with this website creation. So again, I take full responsibility. I screwed up, but we're getting it back into shape and it's going to go live soon. So I'm going to forgive myself of this big mistake. Gosh, you guys are getting all my mistakes today. So let's take this back to you. What would be my system for doing this? That's the question you're going to ask. I want you to consider if you have a process or a model, whether it's your own or someone else's. And if you don't, do you have the bandwidth? Going back to question number two, do you have the bandwidth to put together a system before you start? Thinking about this whole website rebrand back in August, when we started to talk about it and kind of explore it, I should have said, I need a system for this, but I don't have the bandwidth. I had my team working on so many other really priority projects that it just wasn't going to fit into the mix. I should have waited. And then when I did have the bandwidth, because this was something I really wanted to do, and it really was a good time to do it in 2016, but I should have sat down, put together the system with my team and done it right. So these are really important questions, ones that I am going to start using every single time an opportunity comes my way, and I hope you will start to use them as well. So the three questions to break the cycle of FOMO in your business and get your head on straight for your business. So I ask you, can you commit to doing this exercise every time you have a big decision to make? Because here's the thing that I want you to keep in mind. Listen up. If you're multitasking, come back to me because this one's important. Last thought before we wrap it up. If the project is worth it, it will come around another time. Another time when you are ready to take it on. Trust me, great opportunities always come back around. So keep that in mind. If right now it's a no, down the road, it could be a big hell yes. So there you have it. I hope you had a few aha moments along the way as I shared my big mistakes that I've made in my business, as well as that gut-wrenching decision I had to make to let go of my 4,000 engaged Facebook members in my pop-up group. Listen, I'll get over it, but I'm just not over it yet. Also, I wanted to share with you that I do plan to have a Facebook community like the one that I talked about earlier, one that's focused around the topics that I get to teach on my podcast. But I really want to hit home the point that the opportunity wasn't right for me right now, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be a great opportunity when I have the bandwidth to give it the attention it deserves, to put a strategy behind it and come up with great ideas for engagement and mini trainings and Facebook lives and, and really cool things in a group that will make you want to keep coming back for more. I want to do you proud. I want to do it right. And so I decided not to do it now because I don't have the bandwidth to do it right. 
And this has nothing to do with being a perfectionist because in reality, I'm really not. It has more to do with the fact that I really value your time and my time. And I don't want to put anything out there that's not going to be incredibly valuable. I want to knock your socks off. So I got to finish a few projects before I sit down and map out my ultimate plan for a free Facebook community around the topics that we get to talk about on this podcast. So we'll see. Hopefully I find a time that is the right time and I get to do this cool project. So we'll see. The other thing I wanted to remind you is that you got to grab the one page evaluator. Remember, I list the three questions we went over in the podcast, and then I added a few extra bells and whistles to make sure that you really can drill down on if this decision is right or wrong for you. And you're going to drill down, is this decision right for you, but just not right now. So this one-page evaluator is going to be a lifesaver for you when your next big opportunity comes your way. So I want you to download it right away so that you have it saved. Because if you think, I'll do it later when I need it, you're never going to remember this podcast episode, at least not the number of this podcast episode. So I want you to do it right now and save it on your desktop. amyporterfield.com forward slash 152 download amyporterfield.com forward slash 152 download, or you can text the phrase 152 download to the number 33444. And I will send you your one page evaluator instantly. I hope you have a wonderful week and I can't wait to connect with you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 